Hello. You're listening to a podcast brought to you by Bupa Global in association with the School of Life. And now, on with the podcast. If you call someone selfish, it's unlikely you mean it as a compliment. After all, in a world that champions selflessness and generosity, how often do you hear someone say, I'm deeply impressed how little you care about other people's problems? Of course, being helpful is no bad thing. It's good to be selfless and help others, but it's not good in every situation. Selfishness is seen as largely negative, but this isn't always the case. In fact, for many of us, being too selfless is a much greater issue. Giving to others is a wonderful thing, but it's still possible to give too much. This stems from good intentions, of course, worrying about others, being quick to offer help, but sometimes offering it is less useful than we suppose. It's true that often people do better without direct assistance. Those who we support, our children or partners, may learn and grow more when simply listened to and encouraged. We help most in the long term by helping others become independent, enabling them to have the satisfaction of solving their own problems. Believe it or not, this process of stepping back, of offering less direct assistance, can actually bring you closer together. If your relationship has a greater focus on respect and reassurance, it can increase your sense of mutual trust. But this isn't the only reason why, in the long term, it can be better to withhold support. Ultimately, you have to take care of yourself before you can take care of others. Helping others can be very draining, both mentally and physically. Without a sense of priority, you'll be too tired to be of much use. This is why airlines remind you to secure your own oxygen mask before helping anyone else. It's the same principle that any parent follows when they cut playtime with their children short in order to conserve energy. You'll need that energy later, when they're in bed and you're preparing their packed lunch for school. The fire service follows the same rule when they tell new recruits, take care of yourself first, the rest of your team second, and the people involved in the incident third. Without this selfish prioritisation, everyone would get caught in the same destructive blaze. We all need time to ourselves, to focus on our own lives and issues. Helping others can easily become a distraction from dealing with your own dilemmas, preventing us from taking time to focus on our own goals. For some, getting this balance right is difficult, because asking for help is itself difficult. It can feel uncomfortable to admit you need help. Even admitting it to yourself is difficult. You might worry you'll appear weak or incompetent. You might worry about your reputation, especially if you need help at work. But often, asking for help can be very, well, helpful. Once you have the support you need, be it a compassionate person to talk to or someone to share your workload with, you can focus more easily and get more done. We sometimes avoid asking for help because we don't want to bother anyone. But people like being asked for help. It makes them feel trusted and respected. As far back as the Medici family, 
Politicians have understood that asking for help can be more effective at winning allies than trying to win their favour with gifts or promises. In fact, some would argue that the most effective people are constantly asking for help. During the Renaissance, the greatest artists had more commissions than they could possibly paint themselves. This lack of time led to the hugely successful studio system, where the master would do the most important and difficult tasks, they'd lay out the design and paint the trickiest bits, like the hands or face, whilst leaving the simpler work to their apprentices. The Venetian artist Titian, for example, had an assistant whose only job was to paint curtains. It was his speciality. Part of Titian's genius, then, lay in knowing where his time was put to best use. He was a master of delegation, as well as portraiture. There's a lesson here for all of us. If you're the sort of person who finds it hard to ask for help, it's important to see it as a positive, not a negative. Challenge yourself by reversing the usual approach. Try asking for help with something that you know you can do on your own. You might learn to do it in a new way, or discover something new to enjoy about the process. Asking for help is often more of a social occasion than a desperate plea. Our first impulse, to be noble and selfless, isn't always the right one. It can actually obstruct the balance between giving and asking, which is key for our long-term health and happiness. Sigmund Freud wasn't well known for his sense of humour, but he knew a good metaphor when he saw one. He sometimes said that people are like hedgehogs in winter, trying to keep warm. We want to cuddle up with one another and share our body heat, but our spines are too prickly. When we try to get close to one another, we also hurt one another, and there's little we can do about it. Playing the role of rescuer, swooping in to help, might feel like the most intimate and caring thing we can do, but whether or not we realise, it also causes damage, both for the rescuer and the rescued. To borrow Dr Freud's metaphor, sometimes a wise hedgehog knows when best to keep its distance. This might mean giving yourself a not-to-do list, a list of tasks that aren't important enough to worry about, that you're going to ignore for a while. Give that time over to something frivolous or unproductive. Relax and indulge yourself. The more you learn to enjoy time to yourself, the easier it becomes to say no, politely, to requests for your time. As long as you handle this tactfully, it won't be a problem. People often ask for much more help than it really makes sense for us to give. Saying no doesn't have to mean complete rejection. It might mean only saying yes to half a request. This is even easier if it's obvious that you're not the right person to ask. Whether you're asking for help or being asked, it's always good to think carefully about whether it makes sense. To ask, is this a good fit? Certain people won't be able to help with certain problems. In fact, the wrong helper can do more harm than good. Like many things in life, being good at turning to others has a lot to do with careful decisions. If we ask the right person for help, the junior colleague who's eager for more responsibility, the family member we'd like to spend more time with, then seeking assistance isn't just a question of making our lives easier. 
It's also a question of making our lives and our relationships better at the same time. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to find out more, please visit boopaglobal.com.